and welcome to Indie Dotes, the podcast for independent creators. I'm Susan Bond, I'm your host. And today on the show we have Owen Williams. Uh, Owen is the um, head of digital for uh, Van Moof, and he also does Charged, which is a podcast and one of my favorite uh, tech newsletters. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? It's great, and uh, it's funny as I was I was prepped for the show, and today I Googled Owen Williams, and uh, try, I mean <laughs> oh, I know no. where to find you, right? So um, <laughs> Owen is not the actor, not the 1800s politician, not a rugby player or a cricketer that I know of, right? No, I've been working on my SEO for years and I'm still not number one. I need a Wikipedia page or something. Right, right, right. It's hard. I mean, I feel like if people know you, I mean, obviously, you know, you're Ow on Twitter. OW. Yeah, that's even harder, though. <laughs> <laughs> How do you SEO for OW? That's true. Although I feel like it's easy to find on Twitter. Once you know, I always, say, I always call you Ow. <laughs> yeah, Twitter. everybody does. Everybody's like Ow. That's it. It's just me forever now. Ow. Oh, I'm not hurt. I'm just saying it's Twitter. <laughs> um, I feel like, or if they know charge, then they can find you, which is really mm-hmm. smart. But yeah, SEO can be hard when you have oh. a name that can be very common. Yeah. Or one that's and really it's very too, British. Yeah, yeah. Or one that's really hard. Like we were saying, like my partner's is very hard. Nobody can say it. Um, whereas my <laughs> name, if you know the Z, you can find me. I'm like the first hundred. Exactly. Papers. Yeah, so I'm sorted. I just, I'm just going to change my name, and that's it. Right. I think, like, that's right. it. We've concluded the podcast. I'm going to change my name. Let's come back next week. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's fu- it's funny. Names are names are funny like that. So that's what I always do. Mm. So it's always interesting to me before the show. I always spend, even though I, love I know it. my guests, I always spend a lot of time looking at their stuff, trying to yeah. learn any details I can about them. And uh, it is funny because today I had a look, I was like, no, I know who he is, but I just wanted to Google <laughs> just to see if I was missing something. And then I was like, oh. It's very player? sad how often I've checked that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Really? To see how, if, yeah. you're, if you're getting up higher in the ranking? Yeah. Like I'm, the problem is like Google actually tells you it shows it higher if you search for yourself and click on your own link i think like if you're signed in so it looks to me like i'm doing really good but i think to you it probably is different right 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 it's like oh yeah oh yeah no and i look in a browser somebody else yeah. looks no i'm not <laughs> so funny. Ah, well yeah i don't i don't have that i don't have that other <laughs> stuff but i don't have that problem with that oh, although you know it. i'm i'm doing you know bet on yourself is the name of my business now yeah. usually i was my name because I could never think of good names for things. Right. And then Susan Bond is pretty, it's pretty, It's fairly unique, especially with that mm-hmm. Z in there. Um, but now bet on yourself. I'm going through through that. I mean, bet, if you put it, if you plug in bet on yourself, I'm very high up. But you oh. know, that's, I'm the top one. But then after that, it Dang. gets a little, yeah, you know. So SEO, working on it. SEO and name. I feel like I talk about <laughs> that's, that that's all the, day long yeah, on the podcast. It's the name of the game. That's all that matters. All that matters, right? (laughs) So let's talk about, I mean, as people who follow me on Twitter know anything, you know, Charged is absolutely one of my favorite tech newsletters, if not my favorite. I look forward to it every single week. I'm trying to think, when did you start it? What year was it? Oh my God, it feels like forever ago, actually. (laughs) It's it's one of those things when you've been doing that kind of thing. I know that I saw it like on 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 Product Hunt. It was like I know it came out on Product Hunt in like 2014. So you've yeah. had it for a few years now. I think it's at least three years. Um, I yeah. was just trying to think exactly the date that it was made. I think I'm up to issue 130 now, so it must be about three years, give or take, because I've missed like maybe 
five weeks that whole time. So, <laughs> right. I think like maybe you missed a week when you were rebranding. Yep. Like you, you paused a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm way too familiar. Yeah. With that. There was actually, the there was a whole <laughs> month where I didn't send it. Um, I got all these kind of That's crazy because right. I got to the point at, like, this is maybe for way later in the podcast, but I got to this point after, I think it was two years where I had just been sending it every week. So like, you get into this regularity thing, right? And you just kind of do it, but I didn't really stop and make it better, if that makes any sense. So it was yeah. kind of just chugging along, right, 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 and then I realized like, well, maybe if I just stop doing it and take a break, kind of like think about it a little bit and then see if I'm inspired to change it <laughs> in a way, um, then I'll love it even more. And so I did that. And for the first two weeks, I was like, this is amazing. I don't have to send a newsletter on a Sunday. And, and then I started wondering, like, what do I do with a Sunday? So, <laughs> oh, wow. That's so yeah. interesting. So, um, it is funny how we have those creations and we yeah. get used to that. Well, you just get in that rhythm, right? So, on Sunday mornings, for the most part, I get up fairly early and I kind of like, I have this whole queue of, um, like stuff I've saved in Instapaper or faved on Twitter or whatever. And I kind of go through that and then start putting it together. But when I stopped, it was this weird thing. So, I was like, oh, where, where do I put this stuff? which was cool and then a lot of people begged me oh i love that yeah and a lot of people were like where did it go are you coming back freaking out and that's when i realized well like this is actually pretty cool um like it's cool that people really miss it and actually think about it because when you're just making it you don't even know half the time right you're just kind of putting it out there well you don't and it's interesting because you know you can look at you know you can look at clicks and you can look at opens Mm -hmm. but there are a lot of times i've discovered in creating content you know, like on my newsletter that I think, oh, it's not doing great. Yeah. You know, whatever. If I looked at the weekly statistics and then someone will say, hey, like a a friend or someone Mm -hmm. I know in in real life will say, oh, I read that article and that advice you told me about X, Y, and Z is so good. I was like, oh, you read that? Exactly. And you're like, whoa, oh my goodness, those numbers are actually people? Oh. (laughs) Well, right. And sometimes the numbers don't even tell the whole picture because you don't know how it might have changed their life or someone who clicked on something but never said anything else back Mm -hmm. you know you just you don't you don't Mm. know so it is interesting when you hear when you hear from people i'm sure i was one of those who was like please come (laughs) exactly i think you did email Um, me in that time and like i'm i'm pretty sure yeah (laughs) and that's the thing but like you don't even it's so hard to quantify because you're just so i think maybe social media does it but we're so wired to kind of look at the numbers that people follow or like how many people yes. open it right, right, right the real weird experience for me was when i moved to amsterdam so i moved i think like a year or so after i started it a year and a half something like that from wellington new zealand to amsterdam and i had this weird experience in the first two weeks i was here where i was at some event i didn't know anybody so like the whole crazy backstory of that as i moved to amsterdam don't know a soul here <laughs> and um it was yeah. for a job and it was really cool and but i didn't know anyone i was at a party uh, for that job and somebody came up to me and they're like, ah you're the guy that makes charge and I'm like who are you <laughs> and it was some guy who knew me from the newsletter and he was like well what are you doing here like I love it this is crazy thing I read it every week and I was thinking holy shit how can you oh sorry can I swear on this one <laughs> yes you can totally um, swear. yeah so like how can I like <laughs> bump into somebody on the other side of the world that reads this thing it's uh it's it's really cool and so right. that really kept me going well, yeah, it's like the numbers again. I, 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 I absolutely fall into mm. that trap of looking at the numbers, and I really try to get around mm-hmm. that as it's much. It's still as hard. Possible. It's the only thing you know um, that you can quantify, though, right? Because it's you know, like 
it is hard because you don't really know what's happening right. in someone's mind. You know, it would be creepy to go to their house and look. Yeah, up like hey, just want to see what's up. <laughs> Even though I totally yeah. want to do that, I want to get, in, I want to climb That's some user testing. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, um, well, I want to talk about. I love this. I like. I love that you did the 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 shift mm-hmm. in in the newsletter. And was that because after you've been doing it for a while, you were just kind of getting tired at creatively, you know, bored mm-hmm. or you know? <laughs> no, I love that, it. But... It's it's a very good question. I think a combination of things. Um, I think when you do something on the side for like two years, and you know, you, I mean, you're just kind of doing it, and it's there, and it's cool. That like at some point, you kind of reach this point. And two years is pretty far along, even for a side project like that. I think uh, where you're like, "Oh, is this useful? Oh, I yeah. don't know." And like, uh, is X amount of subscribers like a good amount? I have no idea. And like, what am I doing? Right, right, right. I actually, at that point, I think it was kind of an inflection point. Um, I'm trying to think back because it feels forever ago, <laughs> but it was almost two years ago now. But yeah, uh, I think at that point, I had kind of, or maybe it was a year ago. I don't know. It feels like two years. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it's, it's yeah, and I, I kind of looked at it and I'm like, does this thing um, bring me any value, actually? So I was maybe being a little bit greedy, but I was kind of thinking, okay, so I do this newsletter every week. Why am I doing this? Um, like, is it bringing me value? It takes quite a lot of time every week. I mean, it's still, it's probably, I mean, if I'm honest, it's at least three hours just to, you know, you've got to like write it and even just the saving all the articles and digging them up and then rereading them before takes quite some time. Uh, oh yeah. And you write yeah. comments and you have to have a thought about them. So like, even that's the hardest part. Some weeks it might take five hours cause you just nothing like comes out of your brain. Um, but so I kind of was trying to figure out right. if it was worth like something, if I should keep going. And then I kind of thought about it a bit more and yeah i mean that was on the break and i realized like yeah actually it is a lot of value um the the reason i started the thing in the first place wasn't to like get rich or something or uh i mean i I would love to get rich off a newsletter that's like amazing but (laughs) i know i know somebody who does make good money off one but the the key for me was actually just (laughs) it's the weirdest thing actually i was worried about twitter dying and here we are three years later and twitter is still alive (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah. That, oh wait, wait. We got to go more into this. We said so you so tell me about yeah, you were worried and about Twitter so, dying and that Well, I was thinking about it. So I was a journalist at the time, and I don't know. I had I I'm like a Twitter addict. I have so many tweets. I'm not even going to say how many, but it's in the six figures. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a lot of tweets, but I've been there for yeah, nine years, yeah. and I built up an audience, quite some followers there. And so yeah. I was thinking, okay, if I can get like twenty thousand people or whatever it was on twitter to follow me can i can i like transfer that somewhere where i own it right because on twitter you're at the mercy of twitter if the algorithm changes or i don't know whatever but that's kind of why it was born i thought well what if i can own the channel a little bit um and like provide value at the same time like i wasn't thinking like i just want all these people to subscribe that's like a horrible (laughs) reason to start a newsletter but it was (laughs) Yeah, well, that was like, yeah, I love that. Follow me everywhere I go. But <laughs> oh, I feel like a, like an evil email list guy now. But no, it was more about... Um, <laughs> that's I totally awesome. took it that way, so that's uh, my fault. Dear. No, I, I think like it was more about, uh, you know, like keeping, keeping in touch with those people as one thing. And also, number two, just like providing some value. I felt like mm. uh, I 
felt like I didn't really ever, I had never had a project like that before where I just did it. You know, I read tech all day anyway. I'm like the biggest nerd. I read all of this stuff and like every conversation I have basically starts with like, so did you see that thing at Google? Like whatever. But I've kind of thought, well, why don't I at least just put right. that somewhere so my IRL friends don't have to hear it. I don't know. <laughs> like, um, but it's. Oh, interesting. Did you, so was it right away like what the newsletter was going to be? Was yeah, I knew I knew that I wanted to one of the big motivations for it was also like writing regularly personally. So I mean, I always struggle with that a little bit. Like blogging is so mm. permanent and on the internet, but a newsletter feels more intimate, right? So I really wanted to like write more frequently. And so the concept of the newsletter was why don't we just take one topic uh and like kind of explain it really good or like tie it together really well try and find some reason for somebody to read that because the, the whole aim was always if you if you're a normal person and i always forget this because i'm so engrossed in this but if you're like just a normal person living somewhere you don't know what google's doing you don't frankly you don't give a damn and so uh like mm. tying all that together is really useful because if you look at um if you look at the verge or TechCrunch or whatever tech blog they basically assume you're constantly looking at them. There's no way to, if you go there three days after something happened, it's like it never right. happened. There's no, there's no way to drag it back up, and it's and that that was kind of it. Yeah, and like right, that, that, right. I it's hate so that ever moving nature of kind of homepages in that way. So it's almost like this slow web movement kind of thing as well. Um, so it was a whole bunch of things. Um, it started out as just. Uh, well, actually, originally it was going to be a series of links, and then I kind of realized, nah, well, you can, <laughs> like, you can also anyone can do that. So I kind of tried to. It's still some links and like that's interesting things I've read, and then it's one big thing that I kind of try and break down um, a little bit, and then like one other cool product I found that week, and it's basically been the same since probably about six months in. If you look at the early ones, I mean, you're definitely trying to find your feet at that point. I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> so. Yeah, it does. Take, it takes time, right, to 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 figure that out. But yeah. yeah, so it's largely still intact. Yeah, which is crazy to even think about. It feels like forever, but I mean, it's the the style has evolved uh, dramatically in the way that it's written, for sure. But even just finding out the way to talk to people in their inbox is like this crazy thing because you are really just emailing people, and so it should be kind of personal. And it's this whole experience I've. I've I've learned like the hard way. I couldn't figure out for six months why my open rate was like abysmal, and <laughs> it turned out oh my god. Oh okay. So uh, if anybody's listening and you're working on a newsletter, just be really careful with Gmail, uh, which is you know the biggest provider of email in the world, has this really arbitrary um, metric thing where if your newsletter is a hundred no, is a hundred I think it's hundred twenty kilobytes or more in size which is nothing that's like less you could fit like 12 of those on a floppy disk like <laughs> that's how small we're talking um uh, it will clip it so it clips the end of the email address and you get this you've probably seen it before in your inbox you're like if it's fairly long you'll get this uh message at the bottom that says like message clipped in brackets and you have to push a button to see the rest and what i found out is the way that open tracking and all of those fancy things and mailchimp and all those tools work uh, it's always at the end of the newsletter, right? Because it's kind of hidden. Like you don't, you don't want the people to see it. It's just like a. Th it's the way open tracking works. This is an image actually, and it just if it loads, it it got opened. It's really like old school. But uh, yeah, it was below that fold. And so I, what I had mm. done is I had made this really nice email template. I was, oh yeah, it's the best thing ever. I'm really like 
<laughs> getting good at email now and uh it was too big actually so i had to uh go back and undesign it a little bit uh to make it to make it fit within google's limits i was really it was a weird experience like and how do you find that out how what did you do yeah so no it's i'm like oh my god it's like i can't even believe it happened even thinking about it but uh, so I had launched the new design. It was running for at least four or five months. Like it was really confusing. I mean, I'd try not to look at the numbers too much. So that was also exacerbated by that. I didn't really look for a while. And somebody emailed me and I replied in the newsletter. Yep. Like, oh, well, um, your, your newsletter keeps getting clipped in, by Gmail. And it was weird because in mine, it wasn't being clipped. But I think it was because I was sending myself test messages and not the real thing. Because uh, <laughs> there's all this magic right. that happens in MailChimp to send it and whatever. Mm. Uh and then so I had to, I, I spent, oh my goodness, it was the worst weekend ever. Just like, it's really hard to gauge the size of an email because it's just like one HTML file and you like, there's so many rules. You can't make an email look beautiful, really. Uh, you know, there's no like full CSS and all this kind of thing. And so, yeah, I spent, I think like three days straight just trying to figure out how to cram it into that limit. Um, and just, I had to undesign it. So I really ripped parts of the designer. I think um, I actually threw that design away. Um, a few weeks later, I just gave up on it, but it was the weirdest experience. So there you go. And it's still to this day the same. It's like wow. 2017 and you can't send an email that's over 130 kilobytes in size, which is so small. If you if you like use a couple of blocks and you write, I think, from, in my case, I write quite some length, but like 10 paragraphs with a nice design, you'll basically hit their limit. It's crazy. Well, and so what did you see? Did your open rates dramatically increase once you did that? Yeah. Yeah, so once I relaunched it, it was fixed. But so I've always hovered around, like right now, it's like 55, 60% open rate, which is insane. Uh, like still pretty good all these years on. Um, but back then it was, you know, like when this happened, it was falling down to 20, 30%. And that was because the uh, 20 and 30% was um, people on iOS. That was basically the only people. So if you have an iPhone, like that's the most other most popular email client. And those people were seeing it right which made it even more confusing. So <laughs> it's just this weird, yeah. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, mine went, mine dipped recently really heavily. Mm. All this, like recently it dipped really low and I thought, oh, right. that, that's You weird. never know. know, that's the thing. Content or if it's a design, you know, I, I, you, do, mm. you do that. Yeah, you're like, what is happening? You know, not like in a bad way, but right. when it dips really low, when there's like something that's quite out of the norm then you're sort of like hmm did i offend somebody <laughs> right yeah i'm like is it content you go through that list right is it content is it you know is it what i said is it the links is it did i offend somebody yeah oh. i know i once um said um the f word uh in nice. my yeah i once said the f word no. in my newsletter <laughs> and i was reported for inappropriate and spam oh that's amazing and the guy said i never signed up for this oh, this is inappropriate on. and he hit he had signed up like the week before. I mean, I had proof. I mean, mm. you know, I, I mean, it is yeah. funny to me. It's often the people who mark you as in, I've only had it yeah. happen twice, but the people who mark you, at, mark you as like spam or inappropriate are the people who often signed up just a few days before. And you're like, yeah, I've had that a lot. Right. It's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. So the one time I said the F bomb and then, yeah, yeah. And I said the F bomb and then he, he marked me and I was like, oh, bummer. You know, mm -hmm, I guess mm -hmm. I got to. Right. I got to be careful. I mean, my audience knows me. I swear like a truck driver. Um, I try not to on the podcast, but 
but my audience knows. Yeah, I try. I've been trying very hard. Um, but you know, my, my audience yeah. knows me, but I think it's, um, oh, right. anyway, it is interesting when you're like, <laughs> what, when something happens, why does that happen? And so when you redesigned right. now, the, the rate kind of things kind of went back to normal or popped up after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It rebounded. Um, I mean, it was very much so, uh, user error, but who the hell knows about this? If you like, if you Google, uh, message clipped. There's just thousands of threads, mostly e-commerce people, actually, to be honest, like confused why their email open rates have dropped off a cliff. Most of them still didn't solve it. I mean, at the time, um, I think I was with Campaign Monitor at that point. I had already moved and I'm pretty sure I, I reached out to them and they told me. Um, it was actually really like in the end, it was something really dumb. So um, with email, if you want the layout to work really good, this like there's this age-old philosophy that you're supposed to um, inline all of your like design code. So you like run it through an inliner, and so if you have like a link, you have to add the style to every link, right? And so doing that makes it like way bigger um, in size compared to the web where you just load it once. Uh, and that was actually the problem. So it was just because you have to repeat yourself everywhere to make the design look good and like Outlook 2010, which nobody uses anyway. Um, so I kind of made this executive decision that I don't give a crap about Outlook and then it was fine. So <laughs> it's so fascinating. What do you, you use MailChimp these days or no? No. So I use campaign monitor still. Um, oh, you're, you to, oh you, you're using campaign monitor. Got it. Yeah. So I got a really good deal. <laughs> oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Um, I liked campaign monitor. I liked uh, MailChimp. We're yeah. actually just about to move everything over to drip. Ooh. Um, fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My partner, he's a software developer. So like I said, yeah, he does. Uh, he picked the software that I record the podcast. He nice. does all of that. I, I am not the person. I like it. You just kind of show up and use the software. It's perfect. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so I need a soft, I need software to do, that does this, you know, like for example, I wanted to start podcasting. So he came up with cast, which is, that's the software that I use now and I love it. But yeah, he does all that. He, where I'm like, I don't really, he can see the possibilities where I can't really see the possibilities always for a piece of software and how they all integrate. But you know, my job is more like on business and career and his job. Right. Is you're just getting the work. stuff done. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just let me get it done. I mean, I do love tools, but I want, I don't like, I don't like picking them. I just like using them. Yeah, no, I mean, it's very frustrating trying to choose like tools anyway. So I use campaign monitor. I got a really good deal um, with them out of this. So it wasn't like a sponsorship or anything, but they kind of, uh, I used MailChimp for a really long time. And so the thing that people that, who don't send email uh don't realize is email sending is so expensive it's so so horrifically expensive uh yeah well and especially like the rates you send out i mean you have what like i don't know i mean i know you have like thirteen thousand or thousand or more people on your list yeah. right that's a lot yeah it's thirteen and a half thousand so i was just like thinking okay i'm gonna stab it into mailchimp really fast because uh, i'm curious if i type it into the calculator what it costs at mailchimp's rate here we go just, yeah, uh, let's see. don't mind me oh why is this page not yeah and it's you know it's a side project whatever it looks like it costs about ooh, like 240 dollars a month for <laughs> for a list like that so that's a lot of money that's like a not a sm inconsequential amount wow uh, and so uh, i moved to campaign models i really like campaign monitors feature set it's actually uh they're uh the i use the editor in mailchimp and mailchimp has a lot of features i miss don't get me wrong like they're really they're really good at what they do um, but campaign monitors editor had a better fit for people who use custom templates. So 
because yeah. I wrote my own thing, I was able to build something that's like really predictable and really nice. Um, and so I still use that. And the cost is a lot less yeah. than $240. Oh, yeah. It's so, and it's nice. It, like, it's pretty good. Um, they're on a small startup and it's, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, uh, I've used them. Um, I, like I said, I, I've, I've built some newsletters mm-hmm. and run some newsletters for some folks. Uh, are they out of the, are they out of the UK or? I think they're Australian or something. Like it's... So I'm going to ask that question that you might not like me for, which is, do you make any money from it? Well, that's an interesting question because I've got a long convoluted answer for it. No. <laughs> oh, good. Um, I love convoluted answers. Okay. I have I have in the past. So I made, like, at some point I was like, well, I can make money from this newsletter. Why don't I just, like, show people ads? And, you know, that's what everybody does. Uh, so I actually did that for a while and I had some really cool, like, I was very picky and I had cool advertisers. I think I probably did it for maybe not even that many issues 20 30 issues um and uh, i don't know ads always made me feel a little bit gross like yeah it's a cool way to make money if if you can find cool partners reliably it's actually i really like it like it's a way for them to get in front of people um but it was really time consuming and i found um for me the money wasn't enough to really justify doing it so you have to have this like the the problem with advertising so there's quite some newsletters that have advertising in them that are quite sustainable there's one called um there's a famous one ios dev weekly which is like some developer thing and that guy charges fifteen hundred dollars a week for the ad so it's you know that's you could live on that mm. um and, but the problem is that yeah. like advertisers and email don't really look at um like they'll they'll look at open rates, they look at click rates and stuff, but they also kind of are obsessed with list size, even though like maybe your open rate is not yeah. good. So I, you know, I've had I had like right because they're still like it's still thirteen yeah, thousand right. people, and they're like yeah, but like it's thirteen thousand people, it's not like fifty thousand. I'm like yeah, okay, but go and ask them what their open rate is. Like if you have an right. open rate of ten percent, right. like yeah, okay, it's not a very interesting proposition. So I just didn't enjoy that side of it. Um, so I kind of gave up on it, to be honest. Like, I'm still always, I'm open to it, but uh, I kind of just stopped pushing for it, if that makes sense. I really, I really found it yeah. hard to find advertisers that I really liked and all this kind of thing. So that's fine. I might consider right, it. Right, and then the effort. Yeah, and like. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, the biggest thing was just trying to find, like, people who are willing to advertise without it being super, like, horrible, thirsty advertising, you know? <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's yeah, a newsletter, yeah. and, like, this whole thing is about tech and whatever, and it shouldn't feel jarring. It should be just, like, hey, from your friends at Slack, like, if you like us, click this. And, like, that's, you know, I, I, I right. always admired that kind of ad because it's there and they're, like, supporting something cool. Those are the hardest ad deals to get, of course. But. I really, so I, I admire, there's a magazine that I love called uh, Offscreen Magazine. And um, it's this mm-hmm. one by this guy, Kai, in Australia. And it's amazing. It's about people in tech, kind of kind of like what you're doing. Like they tell the stories of like indie people. It's, it's really, really cool. Uh, and he and his, in the middle section of the magazine, he has, I think, six spots or 12 spots for ads. They're all the same color. They all just feature the logo and two lines of text. And like Slack's one every week is just like, hey, it's Slack. If you want to try us, use this code. Otherwise, have a nice day. And it's like, oh my God, that's so cool. <laughs> I love um, that. <laughs> and I just love how like it's not in your face. Like they're obviously there because they're cool and like they support nice stuff and they're just being friendly. And it's, it's hard to find that. So I had a few that were like that, but you know, it's hard to get them to keep on board right. forever um so that was kind of what i did first and then i i had this conversation with a friend so when i was experimenting with the advertising um he he really liked it and like he liked the newsletter and then he messaged me 
and reply to one of them. And he was like, dude, why are you doing ads? And I replied, because I like money. <laughs> and he, and he, he replied, yeah, but you don't understand this thing. Is it not actually about money for you? Because like, if you're, if you're building this, if you're, say you get it to 50,000 people or say, I mean, maybe it only goes to 20,000, whatever, but whatever number you have at any point uh, in your career or like whatever's going on in your life, you can tell people about it and they'll like click it. And like, uh, like there's that side of it. And also like you're building a name for yourself as well. So he said kind of that is intangibly valuable. Yes. It's not going to convert to dollars in your pocket right now, but it yep. totally might later. And the amount of like weird situations and opportunities I've had as a result of that, like totally by proxy, but people know who I am through it and they like get in touch and then we meet up and it's like really cool, whatever. Uh, maybe a job. I don't know. A lot of freelance actually came from the newsletter because people knew me from that and like they knew I did writing, all that kind of thing. So, you know, I had this realization like, okay, well, I'm sending a newsletter for a few hours every week and it doesn't directly make money, but it doesn't directly really like lose that much either. So why don't I just keep doing it uh, and see if like, opportunities show up <laughs> and i'll i'll like post right. my own blogs in there and i'll just say like hey like follow me on twitter or whatever but it's kind of just it's not this like self-branding exercise or anything i'm not really talking about i don't even put all my blog posts in there but it's still just if i uh, the cool the, i think the coolest thing and maybe this is like a horrible humble bird but like i found i think if i found myself needing a job <laughs> or like uh, looking for freelancers yeah. desperately if I could email the list on a Sunday with a nice message at the top saying hey like I'm looking for a job I need a job like just email me back if you know of something um, and I think people would do that and I think that's like for me I realize that is so uh, cool um, so that's why I don't monetize right now but I have plans <laughs> um, oh cool interesting I mean it's, a, it's yeah. a really good point right like doing something like this can can mm -hmm. build a good reputation for you while giving value. Yeah, I, I absolutely think that. And it's that it like can it do doesn't that. have to be direct value, and I think it's really easy to forget that when you make a side project. Um, like it's really yeah. easy to get tied up in like, am I making money? How much money am I losing? Whatever. Um, but if you do it right and like keep your costs fairly low and like you enjoy it, why not just do it for fun and as a thing to like meet people and like we're here doing this because like you're right. on my list and it's cool and like it's yeah I, I love that um so well that's exactly right. like the podcast i mean i started the podcast in indie dotes because i wanted a way to talk to folks actually how i started it was i was i had fibromyalgia and i could not get out of bed yeah. it was about a year and a half ago i could not get out of mm -hmm. bed more than a few hours a day and i was getting mm -hmm. really really lonely <laughs> yeah. you know like i couldn't go see people and i thought god i would love to just talk to right. people and hear about the i love hearing people's stories i'm so mm -hmm. curious and that's wow. how it came about. Like, I don't yeah. make money from this. I'm mm -hmm. not looking to make money from it. Um, it's just yeah. fun. I mean, I spend, I think I spend about $10 yeah. a month on my <laughs> plan right now. Love I'm it. on the hobby plan. I'm using Love air quotes it. over here. I'm on the hobby plan uh, in my software. But, yeah. you know, it's just for fun. And, 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 and it, mm -hmm. it gives me a creative outlet that I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, and I think that's the easy thing to, like, uh, forget when you're doing something like this, right? Like a lot of people just go, yeah, but it doesn't make money. And you're like, well, but like this ways, um, I am actually working on a separate, uh, way to monetize it at the moment. I'm hoping to launch it soon. Um, it's more of an experiment. Uh, kind of the idea yeah. is, um, 
so I, I talked about how like there's all this tech news and it's like a lot of it is noise and it's really annoying. And I don't think like I, I t totally admit like tech news is not for everybody. Like not everybody needs to know yeah. about the latest widget or whatever. I totally acknowledge that. Um, but I do see a need for like, I don't know, just so like the current thinking is a very uh, reasonably priced newsletter um, that's every day. Um, and it's probably at the start of the US morning. Uh, with the maybe one, two, or three stories, why they matter, and that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, I remember. I think you did a survey on this or something. Yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. That's right. So I've been, okay. um, I've been like quietly building the software for that because um, there's actually so there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of them that do that out there. So there's one called Stratechery, which is terrible mm -hmm. to pronounce, but this is this is a guy who used to work at Apple. He's like kind of mildly, I guess, famous in tech. Um, he does something similar, um, but his is like very, very business. Like it's about the share market and like the, the quarterly earnings, like whatever, um, which, you, you know, is kind of interesting, but um, he makes so, so much money off it. So he charges um, uh, $10 a month. And I don't know if it's rumors or hearsay or whatever, but I heard he has 10,000 people paying that now. So like, that's crazy money. <laughs> um so there's obviously a market for it. Um, and I, I, I want to provide value beyond that. I actually want to build a community as part of that and like uh, build a really nice um, experience as well so that you sign up, you get a subscription, and you can just opt into the things you want. Uh, it's all automatic, uh, all that kind of thing. You don't have to like even get anything if you don't want. Like if you'd rather just donate to the main newsletter, that's fine too. Um, so I'm just trying to build something that's kind of there if you want to have it. And if not, why not? well, yeah, don't. <laughs> Yeah, that's so interesting. So will you have the, will you still do the, the free Sunday thing or will it all yeah. turn into paid? No, so I, I don't think I'll ever make the weekly one paid. Um, mm, like it'll always be a thing and the podcast will always be there as well. And like, but I see those as also interesting. You know, I think because most, I would say the majority of people don't need daily, but the people who want it are probably willing to pay. That's my working theory. Um because yeah. most people don't need that many emails, but there's a you know a subset of people who don't want to read tech blogs uh, or RSS or whatever because it's so much filler now. Like if, uh, it frustrates me like crazy. Like yeah. I still, I mean, I used to be a journalist myself, and like I read The Verge, The Next Web, whatever, and it's a lot of it is, um, it's like look WhatsApp like uh, added new emojis, <laughs> whatever. You know, it's just not uh, mm -hmm. substantial. It's not interesting. Whereas I'd rather hear about like. Uh, you know, you hear a hundred stories about something going wrong in Uber, but like, why is that relevant? And like, why is this the fiftieth time I'm hear hearing about it? You know, all of those kind of things. And so, um, right. the working theory like, is I people think you might. Were, that they might, yeah, when there's yeah. a subset of those who will. Yeah. I think you wrote recently, I can't remember if it was on Twitter or in Charge, that you wrote <laughs> about Flash. You're writing yeah. about uh, Flash. It was in the newsletter last was, week. It was. I thought so, and I loved it because... Yeah. I, I love what I read, what you said about it, because I mm -hmm. built, uh, so I built an entire company's website. Like I was the project manager, Whoa. I was the head of project management, and we mm -hmm. built our entire company's website in Flash. Whoa, in the wow. In the 2000s. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's cool. Um, it was really interesting, and then we quickly realized like it spun around, and it was really mm -hmm. cool, and then I think it was ditched pretty soon, because of course then the dot, the dot com bomb happened. Right, and, right. You know, the company went under, like lots of other companies. It was, it was mm -hmm. an interactive agency. And, but I loved it, so we, we built it in Flash, and I'm like, I'm still like, oh, Flash. Yeah, like I have like this, <laughs> uh, 
Ah, oh, it's so nostalgic for me. Like some of the coolest websites were built yeah. in Flash, and it's really easy to hate on it because, right? Like the the legacy of Flash was like making your browser run like crap and like always asking to yeah. be updated. Super annoying. But the early days, yeah. it's so easy to forget. It was so cool. All I wanted to do in the early days of the internet was build something with. You remember those websites where you like push the enter button before you even got in and like did crazy right? animations and stuff? I always wanted that. That's exactly what our but yeah. That's so exactly cool. what our site did. I mean, it was like it would swing around. There was like all these bubbles yeah. that swung around. It was just it's like, so it was so much fun. We had the most fun in that project. The internet used to be so like crazy and like weird and I like that's why I miss Flash. Is like everything's like boxes and fancy like design got good don't get me wrong but like yeah. i kind of miss the weird stuff me too i miss that too oh you're making me so nostalgic <laughs> for it but that was in there and i i loved that i mean you know i always find mm. every week there's at least an article or two that i find that i haven't seen or maybe i've seen something about it but then you click you you send me to one that i think yeah. is really good i love what you do you curate really well because it's just a fire yeah it's crazy there. Like you said, right? It's a fire hose. So the curation, I think one of the things I love about Charged is is that curation. Yes, yeah, I hear you. That's why I do it still <laughs> all these years. Yeah, it's it's important. And I want to talk also about mm. the podcast. So what was the, you know, the genesis of, of starting the podcast? Oh, wow. That's a good question. <laughs> like, I actually don't even remember the moment. I actually, like... So you had Femke on, uh, my partner, yeah. and she started one, oh God, hers has been going for even longer, I think two years ago. Yeah, she's been going a while. Um, she was, yeah. Design was, Life was, like, FM. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she hasn't missed a week, by the way. I've missed so many weeks. <laughs> <laughs> she's um, good like that. But not, like, not that you're not, but she's I know. just, she's no, just but she's one just of those very, super achiever, get stuff done kind of yeah, person. very reliable. She's very um, reliable. <laughs> And for me, I'm like, some weeks I'm like, there's no good tech. I'm not, I'm, we're not recording. <laughs> um, like sometimes there's just not. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. Um, no, uh, like I guess the the thing with that was so like, I guess the reason I mentioned her is um, she did it for a while and she was always peer pressuring me a little bit to do it. Like she's like, it makes so much sense. Like you have this newsletter. Why not just like do a voice that, version of I it? I love that that's, your, that that's the peer pressure in your house. Do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Do a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like just do it. Come on. Um, and I always wanted to. Like it seemed like the coolest thing ever and like whatever. But it's kind of hard, right? When you've not done it, it's very easy to feel shy about doing it. It's such a weird like thing to do like sit on a microphone and talk like i don't know it took I me a talking, year to, me oh wrong. yeah it talked me it took me over a year to launch it after i had the idea right yeah exactly because it's like this weird thing i can't even imagine how people on youtube do it it's like how do you film yourself and like uh at least with a microphone i can hide and like me feel too safe yeah um, i'm in my jammies but, often when i'm recording yeah not exactly. today i'm actually in real clothes but you know sometimes i'm just in my jammies and i like that right but <laughs> nobody knows so it's perfect um so it's it kind of came from that and then i wanted to do it for ages and i thought well okay um how like who would i do it with and that was like another roadblock i didn't really like i couldn't think who i wanted to podcast with uh so i just put it off for a long time um and i guess well, like a, hard, year, about right? a year ago yeah it is because you like well, it's hard. like you have to pick out like i knew i didn't want to do it on my own mm. but i also wasn't sure i wanted i didn't have anybody i was dying right. to do it right with. so that's when i was like it was very clear to me like oh i'm just gonna have guests come on because i'm Perfect. so curious but that that was an easy decision but i think it's hard sometimes yeah well to, for me it was like you know. uh in this thing it had to be kind of consistent because it meant like we had to have a regular time where we could call and like it just seemed a lot of overhead because the thing with my podcast is it's yeah. very like recent events and so 
uh we have to do it every week right like if we don't it's you can't record it in right. advance because next week like uber might have died like <laughs> it, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's moved so fast yeah. whereas mine is i were i mean i've i've i have so many in the can yeah, evergreen content I can <laughs> ex exactly I, can, I mean people are like have you put it out yet i'm like no i'm just still working through the episodes but with yours so you record in the every weekly every week yeah on the thursday we record and then i try and get it out on the saturday so it's a pretty quick turnaround but i kind of gotten like this groove now um with yeah. that so I, I i guess like so if we're, we're on episode 50 this week which is crazy um so just over a year ago um i had this weird thought i was like okay well i have this friend who was um he was like we kind of knew each other somehow from the internet you know there's like people you know and you're not sure how you came across each other but we yeah. talked a few times we hung out once um in new york together he lives in brooklyn um oh, cool. and uh you know i was just like really shy about it and i was like but i thought he would be a cool guy to do it with and um so i just messaged him one day i was like hey i was thinking about doing a podcast uh would you like to, I don't know, like do it with me? <laughs> you know, like, it was just like <laughs> asking so somebody cute. on a date or something. I know, I was going to say, um, it sounds just like that. Yeah, uh, and he was just like, yeah, that sounds really fun. So um, it was so weird because uh, we like recorded an episode. Like how do you, it's just a weird, it was a weird thing, right? Like we were kind of friends and like dude friends don't really like just call each other to catch up as well. So it was just like, <laughs> um, but uh, like from that perspective, it's been awesome. Like we're in, in really good friends now. I, I go and see him a couple of times a year and like we hang out and we talk every week on Thursday about whatever and catch up. And like, then we just talk about this week's tech stuff. Um, so that like, I think it was just doing it, you know, like what's the worst that can happen if it doesn't work, you just say, Oh, well, I don't really like doing this. I'm not going to do right. it anymore. Like, um, and so we recorded a few episodes, like the, honestly, the first, I think the first two went in the trash. Um, <laughs> cause oh, interesting. I've heard other people, I've actually heard someone say record episodes knowing you're going to put them in the trash. Yeah. Like the first two, it was just really like weird and like, you're kind of trying to figure out each other a little bit as well. So if you're doing it yeah. quite regularly with somebody, you kind of have to, you know, especially if you're like two outgoing people then it's like really hard to not cut each other off. La 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 la. So the first few, we really just... I didn't tell him until afterwards, like, sorry, man, like, I got to delete this one. It's not, like, it's not up to scratch yet because <laughs> I was never he, wanted to How did this. he feel about that? Yeah, I think he was bummed because they were, I mean, they were good and I still have them. Like, maybe one day I'll just release it so people know, like, it's probably a good thing to put it in the world and so, like, people understand that sometimes crap work. Uh, yeah. You know, it, what you see is not the result. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, it's something for me that... Uh, I actually really struggled until very recently to get into podcasts because the audio, like, it's just, I, you, if you mess it up, it's so hard. Like, uh, th there's a, there's a fine line of what people are willing to put up with basically. Right. Like if it's, if there's a good reason for the audio not being good, it's fine. But if you're doing it every week with two people reliably, like it should be decent quality, um, without at least like rustling cans or like whatever. Yeah. Um, so, that, that's definitely i know that's definitely hard I, i've had to tell people like be careful yeah. not to fidget don't yeah. jingle your, you it know, is hard. You a jangly leg yeah exactly <laughs> and don't like touch the microphone and you really can't even like touch the thing it's sitting on anyway so and like I, you wouldn't even believe the amount of trouble we had like at some point the guy i was recording with like we were like i was so confused we we're editing and like his audio wasn't bad but it wasn't Good. I was so confused. What's going on? It turned out he had the like the podcast microphone backwards. 
the whole time. <laughs> Isn't um, it so funny you don't know? Yeah, like you just don't know, right? It's because stuff you learn. It's just, I mean, who knows? I mean, I didn't, it took me forever to figure out which way it's supposed to go. It's kind of symmetrical. Like, what the hell? Um, uh, now, I'm, I'm, now I'm looking at my microphone going, do I have it correct? <laughs> I mean, I, now I'm terrified. I don't know I, which I one you have, but mom. if there's a light facing you, it's usually a good thing. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, shit, the light's not facing me. No, no my light is not <laughs> facing me. Now I'm turning it. Let's see if this changes. I'm totally oh, no. going to see if this changes. I've... The light was not facing me. Mm-hmm. I have like one of those Yeti microphones. Oh, you have the Yeti. Oh, ooh, maybe I just taught you something. Um, but it depends on the mode you have it on. So there's a whole bunch of things like that. So like there's this knob and like... I learned all of okay, these I'm things. Stop staring at my microphone. Yeah, don't don't mess with it now. But uh, <laughs> later, go and experiment with it. Um, but these are the things you learn, right? You, like you just as you're going, uh, you have this thing, and then like I found out I need for a pop filter, and like I don't all of these like small things. Um, is that the screen? Is that the screen that you put in? Front? Yeah, I have, and it's like I have a three euro one, <laughs> but for for the first six months, we used like uh, toilet paper. <laughs> interesting now see i have i had one but i turned it off because i found it irritating too yeah i found it threw me off and i did not change the quality mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the sound at all yeah for me unless unless you're somebody like me who just is like uh, i don't know it doesn't help i think it's because i'm from new zealand and so like we, our peas are very like puh, puh, you know like so you're very are you very spitty <laughs> is that what you mean oh uh, well apparently <laughs> because i need a pop filter um so yeah it's there's all of this um kind of thing um so yeah it's it's been a, a crazy learning experience we i mean we really love it it's uh you know we're, we're a year in so this week we're kind of try our first live one to see what it's like <laughs> um, oh wow uh, that's that's terrifying to yeah me. oh that's, super terrifying that's that's especially terrifying. given how much like i don't know i was gonna say like bickering there is on ours but like we edit out so much stuff just because like also when you're friends and like we talk every week there's so much like behind the scenes stuff you say that you can't put on tape <laughs> so, right, right 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 um you know like we just especially at the start we just kind of shoot the crap and, like and we just kind of just talk about whatever and um all that kind of thing so uh, <laughs> um we'll see uh, <laughs> and who edits it um, you, i edited yeah, it i mean live, you yeah. edited okay so, a live one so did you just want to up the stakes by doing a yeah live we, we also so we i've been like trying to take steps towards this thing like this community thing that i kind of mentioned earlier and like the paid plan um yep. over the last year and so uh six months ago i implemented like a community thing um, but I basically gave people like two chances to get into it. Um, and so like, if you didn't get in, in this like window, you wouldn't get in until we actually opened it. And so, uh, we actually have a community, like the judge community sitting somewhere. There's actually two or 300 people in it. Um, it's pretty active. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason we want to do it is actually to like engage with those people and like let them ask us questions and just see if people show up and like, if it's something interesting, I mean, it's just another experiment, right? Like these are all random experiments yep. to see what yep. sticks. <laughs> Right. So much of it is right. Experiments like I recently shifted my business Mm -hmm. and then I've been experimenting with my newsletter again. Like, oh, what about this? It's like all over the place these days. I feel like my poor readers (laughs) have no idea what I'm like, what to expect. What's what's the format going to be this week? I mean, I don't I don't the content isn't changing so much, but do I have a lot of external links? Am I sending you to my website? What am I? Right. Do- I mean, you know, I have no idea what yeah. I'm doing right now. And it's a fun experience. But you wouldn't know uh, otherwise, right? Like you have to, uh, you know, like we make a live one. Um, like, here, I, like here's a good confession of something that failed, actually. So um, 
we did uh, so like <laughs> but it's the thing you don't know and so we well here we tried to do it IRL um, and this was really early in the podcast we were like what if we just do a meetup uh, in New York and so <laughs> we like we didn't even promote it very well and so it ended up being like me and my friend having a drink with one other dude <laughs> Uh, oh, that's but it was fun because we became really good friends with this other guy so it was like this weird experience like it wasn't really a failure but wait did you did did you put it out did you yeah well it? no so we just that one was like we were just meeting up and we just wanted to hang out oh. with people so we set a time in new york and oh, went to a place it. and like got a really big table <laughs> and yeah three of you with your, yes, but we, we drank a, a lot table, of beer that's right together so like it was not a failure in my mind but you you know like you don't know if people are going to show up you don't know if it's too early like a hundred people fail but like well a hundred things will fail and then like you'll find something that works so like i guess i guess what i'm trying to say is like it sounds like it's really easy but it's really not <laughs> no i mean it's it's all experimentation i know i was i was riffing mm. on this on twitter the other day because i was i was editing the podcast and I was thinking, wow, why I waited so long. I still don't know that I'm doing, but mm -hmm. I waited so long. And I was just like saying, like, I, I wish I hadn't waited so long. I didn't know how much it would change my life. And like, just go out there and do right. it and experiment. And I think that's what I would tell my year ago self was like, mm -hmm. stop futzing, stop kvetching, as yeah. my sister always calls it. And just, she says, I'm a big kvetcher. Um, stop kvetching and just do it and, and, and experiment. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Right. And I think it takes, but I think it takes a little bit of courage or resilience or being, oh, for sure. you know, or being willing to potentially you get it out there and uh, see something. Yeah. Right. That's a hard thing for sure. Like maybe seeing something fail, right? Like, oh, am I going to fail publicly? And but the best part is if it doesn't work, you can just like quietly not do it again. Like, <laughs> that's why I love these, like if charged had died or like i mean maybe it still had like it could still die but like you don't even have to announce that it's dead like people won't necessarily know you know and like it doesn't have to be so public that's true i definitely i there are definitely things i've done that sort of like i was gonna uh when i started bet on yourself like two or three years ago mm -hmm. i thought at first what i wanted to do was i wanted to write a book oh wow and so i started writing a book I mean, I'd written a book before. I wrote a book mm -hmm. about intuition many, many years ago. Like, I don't know, back in 2005, <laughs> before this, you know, before we had all the tools that we could that we have today to really publish it well. And I really, I spent a year doing it. And it was a really great product, and it did okay. Project, and it did okay. I thought this time I wanted to write another book, and so I, that's the direction I went. And then actually, what happened instead was, I was like, oh, I'm a little overwhelmed by this. And my business is busy. So then I, I was going to write these guides. And I wrote one. And then what I realized was I turned Bet on Yourself just into the name of the business. And it turned into something completely different. And I kind of slowly just, I think I just never talked about those. those I don't even know if I ever announced that I wasn't going to do the guides. <laughs> I just kept going forward. Just move on, right? Like, it, it doesn't need to be this whole, like, thing. Like, you can just let it die. And, like, I think that's what people worry about a lot. I mean, it's... It doesn't apply to everything for sure, but uh, like, if it doesn't work out, just just let it be and like, just take the site down or just leave it. Like, people fail all the time. Well, right, and my, and maybe it's not the right method exactly. or the right medium for it, right? Like, so I realized that with the knowledge I wanted to get out in the world and what I wanted to do, the impact I wanted to have, I'm absolutely doing. It's just that doing mm -hmm, it in a mm -hmm. book format wasn't the right medium for what I wanted to do right, and for me exactly. at that time. 
So you, know. it's, you just do something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, 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 exactly. Um, so wh what about the podcast? Is, so you're doing the live episode. Is there any other ch uh, things that you're thinking about? Yeah, so this is the, the biggest thing I'm focusing on is the paid stuff. And I see it, like, I don't want it to be, like, I don't want ever, like, I always want to have free parts and, like, I still want to do that. But I think the cool thing with the paid thing is, it gives it a little bit more space. I actually don't want to profit off it. I'm not going to charge that much. I haven't actually decided how much yet. So I just started building it and then I'll figure it out later. But I'm not going to charge that much. I actually want to charge enough like that a student would buy it. Uh, you know, like it's it's enough that uh, it's kind of like money you wouldn't think about. And the reason I really want to do that is more to, it's, it's to cover the costs of running the rest of it. So the hosting and actually I would love to just hire somebody to do the editing. I have a really good friend who... Um, as a podcast editor and I'd love to just pay him to do that uh, it's all about like for me it's just so I can like get time back uh, to keep doing cool stuff um, and then maybe make a little bit of money from it so I can go out for dinner I don't <laughs> it's, it's really um, but mostly like I'm just I, I also just want to see if it works like if I I mean like the dream situation is like a thousand people sign up at five dollars a month which actually doesn't seem that unreasonable like five bucks a month like okay maybe people will it depends how much value you're giving them and like then you realize like yeah that's like a what a 10 percent convert i'm trying to think is yeah. that like a 10 percent? yeah it's like 10 percent um yeah and it's like i don't yeah it's i expect like one percent even but like even 500 people or even 250 people is still enough like if i get 250 even that's enough to cover costs so um I'm kind of looking at it from that perspective, but like if it grows bigger, then I can start thinking like, why do I have like a job or like, why do I, uh, you know, why don't I do this like two days a week and see what I can, I don't know, like build over time with that. So it's, and I want to add stuff to it over time and like maybe you get tools with it. I don't know, but I'm kind of trying to build the, a really nice experience for it. Cause I noticed that there's not many um, things like that where you, you like if you look at this one by this guy that I said makes a lot of money, uh, Stratechery, he, um, his experience is like you get this like Stripe checkout and then like you magically get emails. Like <laughs> it's just like this weird thing. Um, and I think if you feel like you're getting value out of it, like if it's a really good experience and like you can choose what you want, I think that people, like it's this mental thing as well. Like, oh, well I can choose this and this and this. So, um, it's one big experiment and I also just wanted to try it. So that's what I'm working on. Um, yeah. And then we'll see in six months, maybe it doesn't last, but I'd love it if it did. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that, uh, uh, somebody told me a while ago and maybe this is, you know, like those, like I said, with the podcast, I thought about it for a year and then did it. Somebody said to me a while ago, like a lot of the time people are willing to pay for something, but nobody ever asks. Right. So, <laughs> um, like, until you put something in front of people, you don't even know if they're willing to pay you. So if like nobody pays, then fine, don't do it. But you never asked, so how will you know? Yeah, that's a good so point. So I figure like build it, see if they come. If they don't, keep doing the weekly one and find something else um, as well. <laughs> so yeah, that that I, I think that's really great. I love that idea of experimentation and being open and free. And I guess because you don't because you're not making a living from it in some way, maybe there's some freedom that you have to, to feel like you could play with it a little bit more and, and not worry. Yeah. And if it becomes a living awesome, but if not, then I try something else and like hang out and be very honest with people. I think that's something that you miss a lot uh, yeah. these days. Oh gosh. I've so loved having you on the show. <laughs> Thank you so, 
Thanks so for much for me. coming on. So fascinating to get to um, talk to the uh, creator of one of my very favorite uh, newsletters. <laughs> Thank you for still reading. I appreciate it. You're probably the, one of the longest subscribers. I've been on for a while. I was trying to think when I started reading it. I don't even remember when I found you or... I'll have to research. I'll find the date. How I found you. Yeah. I mean, it's. I've been reading for a while, right? I don't think I'm early, early, but I've, mm -hmm. I've definitely... Uh... Oh, at least a year and a half, probably two years, I'd I say. Think even. So. Like, I think so. I'm a pretty loyal person. Like, I always got a guy or a got a yeah. girl like i always got like a person yeah. and i'm really loyal to them you know what i mean like Love when i like somebody yeah. i like them and i will i will stick with them 100 percent, like you're in. right you know i mean i read i read <laughs> I about i read about tech a lot but i do like the curated mm. aspect that charged gives me right. and it gives me and the, their high quality really high quality articles of things that make me think they're always making mm -hmm. me think about technology in a deeper way I'm good. This trans. I'm like really glad it translates through because you never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. That I don't know if that's your intent, but that's what it makes me do. It makes that is the intent. <laughs> it makes it makes me think. I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's interesting. And then you know, I, I as I call it, I like to open up the diner. I op I, I start cooking. Um, I love it. And I, I cook for my my partner, and he sits at the he drinks homemade kombucha that I make, and he sits at the counter. <clears throat> and I talked to him. I'm like, well, mm -hmm. look at that. There was this thing that I just read and charged. And what do you think about that? And then we ended up right. having these long conversations about technology <laughs> uh, at our breakfast counter. Oh, I love mm -hmm. it. That's awesome. Well, thanks again for ah. coming on the show. I'm really glad you were here. Thank you so much.